Hey, yo, and here we go. Another episode of We Talk Music is on the air and in your ear. And once again, I'm Austin and I have with me, he's, he's the king of the casters. He's Mr. Brett Podcast. But Brett, uh, no offense, but I'm not excited to talk to you. But the gentleman won with us. Oh, am I excited. That is for sure. Now, this gentleman is, he's, he's a man that we have been listening to for many, many years. And honestly, I couldn't be more happier to have him on the show multi-instrumentalist, singer, songwriter, just absolutely everything. One of the busiest people you could ever find. We're lucky to get him. He's got a new album out from his band, Sabu. Paul Sabu, welcome to the show. So happy to have you on. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. So you've got the new album, Banshee, out, which is awesome. I mean, you know, your work is always awesome. So anyways, tell us how, how Banshee came out. Uh, I mean, how, how it's just yeah, how, started. Yeah, how it started. And yeah, yeah. Basically, um, Frontiers had a change of personnel and uh, at the time, I don't, you know, don't completely quote me. I just, I don't know who it is or anything, but I, but I had never been, you know, with Frontiers before that. And then all of a sudden, uh, I think it was March or something that, that, uh, uh, Mar- Mario uh, Del Riso called call me and and he just you know basically said you know I love all your stuff you know you you know you've been one of my favorites for so long let's let's do an album you know do another album and and, and at the time you know I I'd been doing you know a lot of uh, you know single work because at that time you know like like from 2015 to whenever um, everybody started doing you know individual uh cuts for different people you know and so there was two or three cuts that they did you know for different albums and things like that and you know i'd been doing a lot of that uh besides you know doing bands and things like that but but it was just the fact that he just called me and asked me he's just let's do another album and i said yeah okay i haven't done one for a while yeah you know so i thought it was a good idea (laughs) (laughs) so that's kind of how it came about he just he just emailed me one day (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome so then when it comes down to a lot of the songs like did you had you written them previously like did the, did you come up with a lot of them fresh for this album i know in the case of uh turn the radio on that was uh that that was also on the corporate control album that you did with uh marcus bolts and and barry sparks and i know barry sparks features prominently on this one too yeah well he you know the thing was i love the song and uh, you know when when they put they put it out for ten minutes on you know a label that you know was really nice you know people at the label and stuff like that but you know it wasn't an actual label label it was you know it wasn't a you know a, a label that you know of and so it was kind of like I just I you know I love the tune so I thought you know it's a it's a great song for for you know to have somebody actually hear yes yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you know Barry, Barry and I are just you know we we've been you know buddies since we were like almost teenagers you know I mean it's like we just kind of you know halfway grew up together and and been in bands in and out all the time and you know plus plus the fact that he's you know he's just a monster player great you know he's just great at all you know all all the instruments and and uh he's just you know he's got a wonderful family you know it's like it was like one of those things you know we just we were just friends and so we happened to be working on uh another project at the time when mario had written me and then mario called me and while he was on the phone i i looked at barry and i said barry hey you want to do this with me 
you know, so he said, yeah, sure. Let's do it. So that, that's how, that's how we got together. <laughs> you know, right place, right time. So then when it comes down to the songs, like, um, how do you decide like who plays on what? Oh, well, most of them, most of them are, uh, uh, it, it, it just depends. It's like when we're put, when you're writing them, uh, you kind of sketch out something, you know, to start and then you, you get you know an idea you throw an idea you know you change it you know here and there and and until you get the song the way you want and uh you know usually i kind of sketch stuff out then sometimes you know barry has an idea and he'll sketch something out you know like so it's so it's just you know bare minimum and then and then after we get it all done um then we start putting you know parts on and He'll say, hey, I got a great idea for a part. Or I'll say, hey, let me try this part. I, I know this is going to be, you know, a happening thing. So we just kind of, you know, combine parts of, of like who, you know, who who gets the best part wins. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, so that's how, to, you know, we put most records together anyway that way. I mean, it's like it's it's kind of the, just the way that it's done now. It's not it's, it's not like five guys getting into a room and, you know, playing it out and seeing how it is. You know, it's like I. I you know, honestly, I, I don't even know if I could play one of the songs to completely, you know, because I'm because I'm always putting parts in, you know what I mean? It's like, like, so you're going, well, I got to learn after I finish the song, then I have to learn it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's just, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like streaming. I didn't like that at first either. And, but it's just the way of the future. So you just do it, you know? But as far as as far as the songs, they 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 it, you know it, I usually like start things and, and 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 as soon as I you know start playing something, I, I start singing a riff in my head and then you know and then it goes from there. So that's pretty much it. <laughs> well, you you don't necessarily have a vision ahead of time for the song. You let the song organically just kind of develop this way. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I have I have zero vision, honestly. <laughs> you know, because I'll go. You know, I I really got I really got to write a ballad here because I haven't got any ballads. You know, because I I'm kind of aggressive and uh, you know like the stuff that I do, and so I don't think of ballads that often. You know, so I started to write a ballad, and I ended up you know with this really up tempo fast song that you know turned out really good. So I go well. Okay, that's that's good. So I'll I'll write a ballad another day. <laughs> so well, I, I I love the hard edge to the album. I mean, there's definitely a hard edge to it that 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 gives it that uh, I don't know. Gives it, it gets my motors running. Put it that way. Well, that's great. Great. All you got to be driving that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the the funny thing is, is like some of the stuff that I played Mario in the beginning. Um, actually was never, never even got on the album. And, and, uh, it was, it was, you know, I've been doing a lot of Swedish, you know, stuff where, you know, rock seems to be like coming from these days, you know, as far as, you know, uh, just, there, there, there's just a little, uh, I don't know, not, not as, uh, they're just freer about it. I mean, it's not, it's, they're not worried about, you know, things like they, they used to be, you know, like, you know, it was just the radio parts of it, you know, like has to be exactly this and that has to be exactly that. So they're, they're kind of, kind of, you know, innovative basically. And they're also a little heavier, you know, and which I kind of liked. So I had been doing a lot of that. And then, so when we put the um, Banshee album together, 
Um, some of the things I was sending in actually got, you know, booted out. And, you know, especially some of the first songs that, that you know, they actually heard because so, they decided, you know, no, let's let's really go for that 80s thing, you know. So we went for the 80s thing and I actually went and found one of my old 80s guitars, you know, that I hadn't you know played for a while. I found my old Marshall head. I found, you know, like all that stuff that, you know, like it, it just sounded more 80s. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of puts you in the mood. You know, but it was it was it was kind of it's kind of tough to write because they were they were uh, very I mean Frontiers is just that way I mean they're they're very you know articulate as far as like what they want and if it's not exactly you know to their liking you know it doesn't make the cut so it, it's it's an unusual thing because most record companies could care less you know what I mean <laughs> they just they just go well okay that's it, that's your album great you know I mean so. You know they're they're pretty picky about everything. So you're saying they have a vision, you don't? <laughs> yeah, they have they have a very good vision. I mean they they're <laughs> they're like you know bottom line. I mean those guys. I mean they're, they're not they're a huge company for being so small. You know what I mean? I mean it's like concentrated spaghetti. You know the way they you know in that in that little Italian bunch that 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 they get so many releases and so many. Um, you know, videos going and, and so many, they're just so many, you know, for, for, for small, they're, they're expanding now, but they have, you know, a schedule and they have a, and they, you know, get together for these meetings and they, you know, it's not like one person is thinking about it. It's like all of them, you know, they all know what each other's doing and it's pretty amazing actually. I mean, I, I, I never stumbled on quite, quite the, you know, synergy that those guys have. You know, well, with a label. It's, it's got to be good to know then at least like the record label, if they have this vision, they're saying to you, we want 80s and they're to be very specific and they're you know, articulating it towards you. At least they know also, you know, they're going to be behind it to market it. You know, they're going to be behind it. They're going to give it a push. You know, they're going to. Yeah. They're gonna, yeah, and, and, yeah. Like that's got to be good to know. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a good thing. It's just it's just nice to have, you know, a record label actually take interest. You know, I mean, there's not there's not a lot of that anymore. I mean, you know, just there's I mean, there's interest, you know, for your, your 10 minutes. But after 10 minutes, you know, it's just, you know, minute, you know, it's like what, nine, nine, nine seconds more than a goldfish. You know, it's like, it's, 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 you know, it's like it's just it's just one of those things where you're, you're it's, it's nice to have a bunch of people who are actually friendly, very family oriented because, you know, I guess because they're Italians, they they have that. You know, family thing going on. Yet everybody's abreast of everything. You're not saying a mafia thing. <laughs> well, I, I, I think they were family too. But I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they ate spaghetti. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but but they're whatever they are. They they just are, and they do it really good. You know what I mean? It's like so so more power to them, and and they, and they are expanding. I I know they're getting some some. Uh, you know, from the, uh, you know, Swedish regions, you know, the, that, that area um, in there, because they're, they're, they're actually turning a little heavier, you know, mm. than, you know, because, you know, a while back they, they were not, you know, heavy at all compared to what they are now. Yeah, so, for sure. You know, good, a good label. Though. I like them a lot. 
Yeah, it's it's interesting to hear you say that because I know that I mean certainly back in the earlier days of you know the the hard rock scene and stuff like that when you talk about the labels it was always like oh the labels are interfering and it was difficult and then you know I think like you say it went through that period of the labels you know give you that ten minutes and that's all and and so now it's kind of like it's it's almost like a bookend where where it's just like they're giving you a vision but but it's not but it doesn't seem like interference. Yeah, that's right. I mean, and you can write them anytime, you can call them anytime, you know, they'll always pick up the phone, they'll always write you back, you know, it's not, it's not like people you can't get a hold of, you know, so, you know, and I'm doing three more albums with them. So I mean, it, it, it it's good, you know, I mean, it's, it's good to, you know, be friendly with your label. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, I, I've, I've kind of been, you know, maybe too friendly in the past, because, um, most of the Cebu albums, honestly, um, have been named Cebu at, at like the 11th hour. You know what I mean? It's like they had, you know, we had names picked out. And then all of a sudden, at the very last, some, the record company exec or somebody would would say, you know, we should name it this, you know, and nobody argues with them. You know what I mean? And, you know, certainly I, I can't you know, argue with them. I go, well, whatever you think, you know, okay. <laughs> but, you know, so, so it gets named that. I said, you know, won't won't they get confused a little bit but you know so anyway that's that's even even when they wrote this they talked about you know like a, a 98 album well it was it was like the last time sabu was actually used you know what i mean so it hadn't been a sabu album for that but it doesn't mean there hasn't been albums you know what i mean so it was a little you know kind of read between the lines there you must have had somebody in in the past uh from a label or, you know, somebody working that came to you with some crazy idea to market or like crazy music video. We've had people describe music video ideas that were just insane, or, you know, we're going to use condoms, put your name on it to market it. And there's all sorts of crazy <laughs> ideas. You must, have, you must have had something. There have been, I mean, I, I've, I've gone through quite a, quite a few of them actually, but uh, it was always depart, you know, departmental as far as, um, how they did it. I mean, they, they, they didn't have, uh, uh, you know, back then there was, you know, like, you know, from, from when MCA was first start, you know, like we had, you know, massive thing before they turned into, you know, everything turned into universal, but, but I'm saying that they had, um, uh, you know, each floor was designed for, you know, a tier was was designed for something. This guy did promotion. This guy did this. None of them knew each other. I mean, probably <laughs> when they went to the, you know, on their lunch breaks, you know, they probably didn't had no idea who each other were. You know what I mean? But this company is different because everybody knows everything that's going on with everybody. You know, and how they do it, I have no idea. You know what I mean? They, they must have, you know, special tapes or something they listen to during their sleep. You know, <laughs> keeps keeps them up to date. But. But they have, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, in the past, I mean, you never had the um, the idea, and and you know, it, it's funny how I ended up doing this video and how we're doing another one this month. Was I? They said, okay, give, give us your ideas for your video. I said, well, you know, but you know, I got, I got. Uh, they wanted to do candy as a, as a, as a, you know, as a video. I said, well, okay, that's boy meets girl, you know, boy loses girl boy doesn't know what the hell's going on so it's kind of a no normal rock song you know <laughs> so i i call up you know several friends of mine who are you know kind of do this they all said now we don't really like the concept that much you know which i i go oh, okay well you know 
and I asked her, I said, I, I, you know, Eleanor, I, I said, don't you have an Italian guy here <laughs> that, that, that makes videos? And she says, yes, we do. <laughs> so I met, I met up with Enzo who makes all their videos and he lives, you know, like not, you know, not close to me where I, cause I live in Ba right now, but, but, uh, you know, he where I used to live. I mean, he's like, you know, 10 minutes away from where I always, you know, always had lived. And, uh, so he's out here. And so I met up with him and, and, you know, it's, it's been fine ever since. Just so I think, you know, I kind of was raised by Italians, so maybe that's why we get along. (laughs) (laughs) But I think, I think if you're Italian, you have a much better chance of, you know, getting in the click. That's for sure. (laughs) So then when it comes down to like, I mean, your singing, especially like is, is wonderful. I mean, your voice is so distinctive. And then like, when you're, when you're producing your, your voice, like, how do you know that you've kind of hit what you wanted to get hit? Uh, usually just because I listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, when you, when you're singing and I, I don't ever sing where, I, you know, I, I've, you know, I kind of have a, a rule that like, I don't like tuning you know, vocals, you know, for me, I mean, it's like, it's, it's like, I figure, well, when I, when I can, when I can't sing a song anymore, you know, and I can't get through it, then I'm quitting, you know what I mean? But so I, it's kind of a rule that I use, but I, I, I just, you know, like when you, when you sing it and you kind of had to get those butterflies, you, you know, you did the right line. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of, it's kind of, I, I based most of my stuff on the butterfly theory anyway, you know, when I listen back to it and it, it gives me butterflies and you know i'm good you know if it gave me heartburn you know i mean i know i gotta take a couple you know get, get a couple of alka or something <laughs> how many how many like takes would you typically do because i mean well i know we've heard we've heard stories of people doing like 90 takes versus like two or three takes i can never do more than three i say I, my first one is usually the best yeah but it usually has you know areas that are not okay uh, the second one usually is pretty dead on, but isn't as exciting as some of the parts on the first one. And the third one is just generic. Uh, and after that, it's just the same. It's the same way with with guitar. Actually, for me, it was like you know, first is great, second one is like you know, like there might be some highlights or something like that. Third one is just eh, you know, and, and after that, you know, go to lunch. You know what I mean? It's like. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I'd have to come back the next day and try it again, you know, and, and, and pretend that everything was erased, you know what I mean? Because you, it's, it's the spontaneity is, is, is hard to, um, keep up compared to when you were in bands, you know what I mean? It's like, you don't have the, you don't have that, that drive of the other guys, like wanting to impress them or wanting them to, you know, love what you just did or anything like that. You have none of that, you know what I mean? It's all like, you gotta, you, you just have to have that feeling in your head you know, like, of, of like, what, when is right. So, so the only thing, the only thing that I have are the butterfly. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of, I, mean, I, no, I can't do, if I did 90 takes on something, I'd have to have therapy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Cause it's, it's, cause one of the things that I know draws Mott and I to music is, is like the passion of it. And that's one of the things that we always get from you and your, your singing, especially is just the, the passion for the music and so i think that when you talk about what you talk about and how by the third take it becomes so generic i feel you know i think that that first take is that most passionate right 
Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause you're, you know, and especially when you, you lock on to something and then you go, yeah, I'm getting it. And you, and you do it. And then the next time you're locking it on, you know, you try to do that same thing and repeat it, but you're listening. You know what I mean? So when you're not inside yourself, not when you're not in your brain, you know, and you're just singing from your heart, it works a lot better. And and the more takes you do, it goes from your heart to your brain. As soon as it hits the brain, forget it. You know, I mean, that's just kind of how I look at it. It's like, you know, once when I start, once I start thinking about it, it's never as good. You know, was and it always uh, that way for you? Were you like that early in your career as well? Yeah, actually, it's always been like that. I've always like sucked later and I've been good in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, and, and cause I don't, I, you know, it's like when I get excited about something or, you know, wanting to do something, I go, okay, this is it. Let's do it. You know, like this, this is it. And, and um, right then you're excited. You can never actually get that excited again. You know what I mean? For some reason, I don't know, you know, what you have to, you know, maybe just stepped on a nail or something like, you know, you get, you know, yeah. Okay. You know, start yelling again, but it's just, it's just that first moment of, of the idea. Um, you'll never get again. You know, it's, it's, I mean, half the time I got, you know, tapes all over the place of that first idea that I never got to finish because I was working on something else and I'm going, boy, I wish I could, you know, remember what I was thinking when I did that. When <laughs> <laughs> you're producing you know, other people, do you, do you kind of have the same technique with people other people when they're when they're singing do you say to them do you want to like retakes from them as well or um you, you, no i i i don't act when i when i it's it's two different breeds of bird to me um i i i don't know if what i what i do or how i do it is necessarily good i mean i i admire the people who can do you know 10 takes to something and really good all 10 takes you know what i mean i i think that's amazing you know what I mean? I'm going to, you know, like maybe I'm doing, <laughs> maybe I'm doing something wrong, but, but, but it's just, it's just, it's just for my own you know, self that I do that. But, but for anybody else, I have the patience of Joe, you know what I mean? It's like when it, when it comes to that, you know, I'll get it and I'll go, Hey, let's try to get this word, you know, you know, maybe out of, you know, five takes, there'll be the word you know, this word's right. You know, it sounds, sounds like it should fit, you know, better. And, and it's just, juggling especially in digital it is not as forgiving as analog was you know what i mean there's things you can get away with an analog that you go boy you, you know it's like if you listen to it digitally back it wouldn't have sounded right you know and there's things when you do digitally that you think you just nailed the part um you'll find that you're rushed it you know when you listen back and you're going man it just felt so good <laughs> you know you're going this machine is, you know, and you just want to like shake the machine, you know, and it was like, because, you know, had that been a, a tape, you know, a piece of tape that's saturated and, and, you know, wasn't quite up to whatever, whatever happened there, it just, it would have been perfect. You know what I mean? But, you know, then you end up going back and fixing little things here and there that you probably wouldn't have fixed, you know, had it been analog. And that being said, with all the digital that's out, you know, all the, the available digital, you'll find that there is more, uh, more time and money spent on making a, an analog simulator to make that sound, sound like that would, you know, that that wasn't, was analog actually, you know what I mean? And it's just, they've gotten pretty good at it. I mean, it's not like they haven't, you know, made, made some, you know, real 
you know, leaps and bounds. They have, but you know, it's like, it's, it's just, you know, it's a, it's a psycho thing. It's, it's just, you know, odd harmonics are in tubes, even harmonics are in chips, you know, your ear likes odd harmonics, you know what I mean? So they've tried to incorporate that, you know, I mean, it's the same thing with speakers. I mean, you used to get into a, you used to have to go to a studio with you, you know, and they had huge speakers that like people came in and, you know, tuned and were like, you know, thousands of dollars, you know, for all these EQ things to hear the speakers so they're exact. And then you get now where you buy them and they're you know, next, next, you know, next to you, you can reach and touch them. And, and they have all this, these electronics in them that you wouldn't know if you had an original sound ever, you know what I mean? Because the, 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 the electronics just don't, I mean, there's so much DSP going on all the time, you know, but you know, it's just the way things are. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, you can't, you can't escape it now. Right. I mean, every, no. just like you said about streaming, I mean, you, you can't escape certain things. It's just here. No, no. I mean, who, who would have thought that, you know, you would have actually wanted your streaming money. You know what I mean? Because it was to me for years, it's been insulting. I mean, I spent, you know, I mean, I, I, everybody will think I'm a jerk, but I did. I spent thousands of dollars having my attorney take everything down off of YouTube, off of this thing for, for years, because it was, you know, it was going to kill the, the mark, you know, you know, the streaming. I just wasn't into it at all. I'm still not, but it's the only money they pay. So you get into it. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, it's just it's an acceptable amount of fuckage. I'm not sure that can be used on the air, but totally but, go for it. Yeah, it's fine. You know what I mean? It's like, there's an acceptable amount, you know what I mean? And it's like, if it passes that amount, it's not, but if it, if it's under that amount. So when you, you know, even though they're paying like one ten thousandth of a cent and you have to get, you know, like, like 10,000 plays to get a penny, you have a population now that is, you know, like so into it that 10,000 people streaming your stuff is really, you know, pretty easy now, you know what I mean? So, so you start getting these pennies start adding up, but in, in, in saying that when the, when it first started, it really threw the, the uh, record labels off because none of their gear was designed to pay, you know, that small of amount. You know, mm -hmm. it, was, it was like they didn't know what to do. They had to re, you know, structure everything and, and re, you know, get whole new programs to be able to count this stuff. Yeah, okay, that's so crazy. Well, not, not to take it off and <laughs> go off on a tangent. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> that's what we're here for. <laughs> yeah, they, we still wish they paid the artists more. I mean, it is, it is. I guess it's always been the way though that the people at the top of a record label or, or the top of a streaming service. They have the biggest houses, the biggest cars, not necessarily the musicians. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you know, there's, there's, <laughs> you know, and, and that's what I'm saying. That's the acceptable amount of fuckage. You know, it's like, like either, you know, okay, if they have a house, but you can still get an apartment, and that's cool, great. You know what I mean? But if, <laughs> yeah. but if you if they have a house and you're in a tent, maybe that's not great. <laughs> not not so good. No. No, that's for sure. <laughs> that fuckage is not right. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and and but but it is. I mean, and, and even Amazon. I mean, I I mean, I don't buy from any of those pe people or anything like that because, you know, Amazon went down from uh, you know they were like the last company that paid halfway decent, you know, and in the last, you know, this last year, they've gone down to like under 
some of the other ones that were just ridiculously insulting. But it's the only money that you know they come in, and you have, and you know, you know, Frontiers has like that's one of the things they do is they 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 have this giant catalog. I mean, they have they have cattle, you know, with the orchard, you know, uh, uh, people, and and they they just have this massive catalog of downloads. I mean, they they make so much money on that; it's just ridiculous, you know. And it's just you, you're talking about you know at least a thousand to ten thousand people to get a penny, you mm-hmm. know. So, I mean, there's a there's a lot of people doing that, you know. I mean, streaming these, and then and they find it fine. And so when they when they talk about twelve inch singles or you know twelve inch albums. Um, um, outselling CDs, yeah, but but the CDs are not half as much selling as as they were, you know. And and you know, you still have those you know fanatics that love you know vinyl, so you know they buy it anyway, you know. But but the CDs are just you know like kind of dropping because there's so much streaming going on. So you know, and and and, and every gizmo is made for streaming. You know, mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. I, I'm. I know like every studio practically, you know, as far as boards go, you know, from the analog stuff up and know how, you know, I, I can work a room that's, you know, 20 feet long, you know, that kind of thing. But now they have it like, so you can do it on your phone. You know, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's just, it's just not the same vibe. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is funny because you talk about the vinyl and now I do have a piece of your work on vinyl right here. Oh, yeah. Okay. There, there. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious <laughs> but you know that guy funny story that guy sold out in three days when they when he put his vinyls out on on that on hard rock zombies and and i was talk, talking to a guy the other day and i said i said hard rock zombie is, is just amazing you know there are people that still write me saying that if i don't listen to hard rock zombies every day um, I can't get up, you know, I can't get up in the mornings, you know, it's like, it's, it's like, it's like, and I'm going, boys, guys got to, got to get out more, you know what I mean? But, <laughs> but the thing of it is, is, I mean, there's people like that, you know, that are just this big of a, you know, I got to start going to some of those, you know, weird you know, conventions, you know, or something like, you know, and, and, oh yeah. You know, but the thing is, when you think about it, I mean, it's dubbed in 17 languages. Right. So this goofy movie is dubbed in 17 languages and that's more than Marvel does. Yeah, that's right. I'm going, well, it must be something, you know. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, I was wondering what if you I was wondering when you first saw it, if you thought, uh oh, or if you realized that you were on had done music for the greatest movie ever made. I I wasn't sure. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I still don't, you know, I'm still like up in the air going like, what happened? You know. <laughs> well, there's, there's a scene in this movie where Hitler, and it's actually Hitler, whose brain has been put in another body, is about to stoop his wife, and his two children come into the room, who are both little oh, yeah, people. I, I, no I, I know, yeah, I remember that scene. <laughs> <laughs> and ask if they can watch them. And he yeah. says, yes, but this time be quiet. And I thought immediately right there, I'm like, this is the greatest movie ever made. It now goes this, Seven Samurai, Citizen Kane, and then Ninja 3, The Domination. We have a new champion. <laughs> it, 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 is, it is funny. I mean, it's got, it's got scenes that are like, you know, way advanced, you know, way ahead of its time and things like that. And, 
the, the really funny part about it is when when they first released the you know first uh, the film they released it as you know a serious you know uh it wasn't any kind of <laughs> spoof I mean, it was supposed to be you know a serious drama you know you know sci-fi oh, or whatever and it and it just flopped terribly you know what I mean? <laughs> like you know 10 people went to it and as soon as they put it out you know, uh, they, they, they repackaged it and put it out as like, you know, this is a cult classic, you know, it became a big hit. <laughs> so then what's it like working on, on all these movie soundtracks? Cause I mean, you've done, you've done, of course, that one. I mean, there, there's so many other ones. I'll be ghoulies too. I mean, you know, the meatballs, all the, especially all the horror ones, like, you know, what's it like for you to work on those? Well, um, the horror the horror ones are funny or you know funnier because the people working on those movies are funnier you know i mean it's like i mean they're more enjoyable they're just you know like they're you know they're they're much more relaxed than than actually because they 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 kind of take it tongue-in-cheek it's not really they don't even know if it's going to be a b movie you know what i mean it's like could be a c movie or could be the you know what i mean it's like and then and then it you know but but it has an audience that follows them so you know it's 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 very uh uh, it's very easy to work on those, you know, working on, working on some of the others, um, you know, is much more serious and they, you know, have, you, you basically at the mercy of the director, uh, to make his vision come, come alive is basically, you know, what, what, you know, is on, you know, better movies, you know, I mean, well, movies that actually are movies <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, uh, so you know those those things you know you're working you're working for somebody, where in the old you know in these other kind of movies you're kind of working with the people you know like hey what do you think about this kind of a thing you know it's like you know you don't get asked that and you know when you're on the set with the others. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So then, I mean, what, somebody that we have to ask about. I mean, and again, we're big fans. The Barbarian Brothers and your work with them in Twin Sitters um, apparently wrote some songs with them. Oh, well, actually, my my best friend was David. You know, oh, wow. He, okay. he was he was my best friend. And he might he was he's my son's godfather. And uh it he died three years ago. And he, it, that that I mean, I've been crying about that ever since. You know what I mean? But we were we were, you know, really, you know, close. And in when we were making twin sitters, I mean, you've never, I mean, if if they could have only you know, if I had known, you know, at the time what it was, how funny it was going to be, because half of Gold's Gym would come over to the studio, you know, and I had a small studio, you know what I mean? And fitting all these guys in it. I don't know how it happened, but, but, you know, they did, they'd all fit in. And, and, and it was like, it was like one of those scenes, you know, like we're just packing people in this thing, but they all have like, you know, 40 inch arms and, and, you know, like giant, you know, you know, legs that are bigger than cow cattle. And, you know, I mean, it's like, it's just, you know, but they're so into this stuff. And then when they started bopping up and down, I mean, I, I swear, I didn't know that the foundation was going to, you know, hold. <laughs> but they're, um, um, and actually in that film, they were so out of control that the, the director, uh, no, the producer um, actually asked me if I would manage them. <laughs> because I was the only guy that had any control of them. I said, I don't have control over them. They're just my friends. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I said, just try to be their friend. Uh, you know, then, you know, you can talk, talk to them. And, uh, but they were, uh, 
like when when David, you know, for example, was first starting out, um, he was kind of the the you know like tough one of the, of the twins. Um, when he was making the Barbarian Brothers, he, he, they would actually use rocks, you know what I mean, and, and pick up. And he wouldn't pick up a fake rock; he would have to have the real rock, you know what I mean? You like a rock that big, and he's got like seven medals for you know weightlifting, and you know that still haven't been broken, and you know so. But a, a sweeter, more talented guy you'd never meet. You know, I mean, he we we you know lived together, you know, for at least a year and a half when his when he broke up with his wife. So I mean, it's like you know, it's like we were family. So it was a it, it was a it was a wonderful time actually. I understand that on that set, the director thought he was making a drama, and they they realized, <laughs> you know, <laughs> no. that, that they, they were improvising and realized it was a comedy and. Uh, that's at least that's that's what I read about it. So no, no, Paragon, the, the guy who directed that one, believe it or not, was the same guy who came out. You remember that? What was that show? Uh, who who who's who? What's what's your line? You know where they had three comedians. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, he was one of the original three comedians that came that came out from New York, and the other two comedians that came with him was was Pee Wee Herman. Right. And and Elvira. And they were the three comedians. And they they came out here and started and they were the first, you know, comedians to start that show. Uh, John Paragon went on, you know, and you know, to work for Disney and direct a whole bunch of stuff like that. But though they were definitely made John knew they knew they were making, they, they were making a comedy. Okay, good. You know, I mean, they, they, you know <laughs> it was <laughs> there's no doubt about it. <laughs> you know, a dramatic comedy because because uh, I and I messed up, you know, and he was he was really, you know, one of those guys who was adamant about, you know, what he wanted in his scenes. And I remember, you know, there was a scene where, you know, at the park where there, you know, guys with 12 gauge shotguns blowing each other away and this and that. And I came up with a scene that I thought was just great. And he's just, oh, no, it's terrible. You know, I said, yeah, but the fits are so good. I said, yeah, but he's just I don't want them to be scared. I want them to be laughing. You know, so so it, it, that that took me a while, you know, to figure out, you know, what to do. <laughs> that is crazy. So, yeah, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing about about like you know, Dave and Peter in this case is that is that the, you just you could see in the movies that they had such good hearts. Yeah, yeah, they, they're they're just they're just wonderful guys, and you know, and I still I still haven't gotten over D David, nor probably will ever. You know what I mean? It's like I I. And uh, he just and he just died. I mean, it wasn't wasn't like he had any disease or anything like that. He was telling me about his ice cream shop. He was opening up, and next day he was dead. Wow, yeah, that yeah, is so, a shame. Yeah, absolutely. Now, no, I mean, you know, you've worked with some amazing people. I mean, you mentioned Elvira. Like, what's it? What was it like then to work with Elvira? Oh, she's she's you know she's so funny and beyond quick witted. I mean, it's like uh, when we do stuff. You know, I would have the tapes rolling, you know, when she walked in because she would come up with these one liners. And, you know, it's just like those things you can't you couldn't ever get it again. You know what I mean? And that's what, you know, she was like. And nobody ever actually took her seriously because they didn't, you know, because of, you know, what she her whole persona and stuff that that. But she was very talented, really actually a good singer and everything. So, you know, the things we did you know, we're, we're based on her talent, not the fact that, you know, she, you know, was mistress of the dark or whatever, you know what I mean? Like not, not, 
the Halloween figure. But uh, uh, it, it was, you know, she was she was great to work with, you know. And, and ne- never, never. Uh, I, I mean, I still laugh to this day of, of, of just all the things she did. I mean, it would be so funny that you would actually fall out of the chair, you know. Wow. Like, I mean, it, it's it's just. I mean, it was like having Rodney Dangerfield in the room with you or something, you know. <laughs> and uh, it was just one liner after one liner. Wow, we need to hear those tapes, like you know. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I, I wish I, I wish I had them. <laughs> that is a shame. So you know, you've worked with again, you've worked with so many people. Like, is it kind of, is it difficult to work with people, or is it, or is it just fun to to constantly jump from different ones? I mean, you know, like you see Alice Cooper, but then you see like Shania Twain. I mean, Robbie Neville, like all these guys that you've worked with. You know. Honestly, they're they're pretty normal. Uh, I mean, it's not it's not like uh, today. I don't I, today it would be harder to work for people because you know too much about them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like the media has made you too aware of what they are and you know what they do and what, how they believe and what they their political views are and stuff like that. Which you know they should have never let that stuff out. But the the, the thing that is back then it was you know. Shania was, uh, you know, like actually not Shania yet, you know what I mean? And, and so, she, you know, she was, you know, sweet girl and just, I mean, you know, everything, everything was kind of, you know, totally different than, it, you know, than it was, you know what I mean? And, and even though she hasn't, you know, I don't think she's changed much, but, you know, she had her, you know, career and things like that. But um, as far as Robbie Neville, he was just down to listen to the mixes, you know, when we were mixing. And, and so it was like, you know, like David Bowie was the same kind of guy, gentlest guy that you'd ever, ever run across, you know, with this eloquent, you know, demeanor that he had. And you wouldn't even know he was sitting in the back of the room half the time. And he was just, you know, happy listening to the, I mean, he's just, you know, it's like none of these guys were ever, uh, you know, I never were, uh, you know, opposition of, of anything saying, oh, no, I don't like that or I don't like this. They, they would they would just kind of always go with the flow. They, they, you know, I was just lucky that way, I guess. I mean, as far as, you know, who I got to work with. <laughs> so is it, is it true Shania Twain saved you from a moose, a moose attack? Because, yeah, she, yeah. I mean, mooses are big and vicious. <laughs> okay. People don't realize. Yes, yes, it is. I, I, I have to say that. You know, she's a very brave girl. Um, but what happened was we were just, you know, we were in these lodges up in uh, Deerhurst, just, you know, a place we're writing. And so, like, I would put my tray out every night and, uh, you know, like there's, you know, a little salad or whatever, whatever dinner roll, whatever was still left. But, you know, the, the raccoons would get it or some, some little thing. And all of a sudden, you know, one night, the next morning I opened the door or, you know, the window curtains, you know, and like, there's this giant moose head. I mean, it's, I mean, it's like the size of a Sears building and, and I'm going, Holy shit. You know? And, you know, and I end up, you know, calling her up and I said, Hey, get this moose out of here. He says, <laughs> you know, and she says, well, don't make him mad. I said, don't make him. How do I know when he's mad? You know I mean? I have no idea when he's mad, you know, what makes him mad? <laughs> You know, should I give him more salad? I mean, what, what do I do? He says, you know, and so her, her boyfriend, you know, come on, come, you know, over and, and get, you know, got the moose out of there. So, but I, I thought, don't make him mad was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's not the really the answer I was looking for, you know, as I was hiding in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ways to not piss off a moose. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was, so funny. <laughs> it was way, but yeah, mooses are huge. And he, I, I think it's like an elephant. You just, you know, if they came into town, you just let them go. You know what I mean? You don't try to stop them. You know, they just, they just, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, pr you probably don't run into too many of them in Baja. <laughs> no, 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 not, not that. They got, they got the poisonous shit down here. <laughs> yes, yes, I'll bet you that, uh, that there would be more snakes for sure. Oh, oh yeah, now, got, poisonous uh, moose. Now you'll be scared. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that would that would that would be that'd be that'd be oh, a, a new horror flick. I got <laughs> hard rock zombies versus the moose, you know. Ooh, well no, I like the sounds of that. With your soundtrack, <laughs> this thing is gonna be amazing. It'll sell out on vinyl, no problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be well, I had you know, I mean Hercules versus everybody, you know, somebody's like, right. you know. No reason why hard rock zombies could, you know, <laughs> nail a moose. But I don't know. It, it, it's you know, it's like with every with every guy you work with, or girl you work with, it, it, there's always something that that happens that, that's that's funny and, and 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 kind of eventful and in in the work, you know. And and when you think about it, after the, you know, basically you stop shivering from fear, uh, you know, you you actually start thinking, well. You know, that was an awful kind of a fun, cool thing to have happen, you know. So then when you're working with these people, like, you know, what kind of lessons do you learn from from them? Because, I mean, the, you know, the talent, again, is is enormous. Well, um, you know, Prince was the, probably the best lesson as far as, you know, like what what you could learn from it, because. You know the the guy. You know, you know he's he's just so talented. It's ridiculous, and you know he, he it doesn't matter what it was. I mean, he, he could take a you know a bongo and make a you know it sound like you know something you've never heard before. But it's it's just the fact that you see the methods that they put their records together with, and and you see how they get different people to play with different people. You kind of. Um, you you, you kind of they're, they're small things, but they add up, you know, when you in in conglomeration of, of of how like they they make people do what they want to do. I mean, one of the things that that uh, was the, one of the best lessons that I ever learned, and I learned this pretty young, was the fact that you know when you have a musician come in, don't start telling him what to do before he plays, you know, because he might play something that's just amazing. But he wouldn't play it if you told him what to do. You know what I mean? So you want to see what he does first before you start telling him any directions. You know, and those are kind of some some you know little things that you like people probably wouldn't think of. You know, because they go, oh yeah, I want this part here. You know what I mean? They they they're excited about telling him about the part. But if you listen to the guy play first or her play, well, whatever it is, if you listen to him first, you kind of get an idea of what they do. You know, so so it's easier to kind of form them into what you want, you know, to have them do, if that, you know, makes sense. But that was, you know, those kind of things that you just pick up, you know, from from different people you play with and, and, and you know, the way they, they do. And, and, you know, mixing the same way is, is like um, there was a thing where they, you know, wanted extra things here and there. Nothing, you know, nothing, no big changes or anything like that. But, you know, it, it actually it was a good idea. You know what I mean? But you but you always try the ideas because if you don't try the ideas, 
you're kind of a jerk, you know, honestly, you know, it's like, because you just never know when something's going to work. You know, it's, it's music. It's, it's not like, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not left side of the brain. You, you know, it just, sometimes it happens. Sometimes it doesn't. And when it doesn't happen, you, you know, there's not a, there's no problem about knowing that it's shit. You know what I mean? And it, yeah. that was the worst idea I should have ever done. You know what I mean? It's like, but when it does happen, you go, holy shit, that is great. You know what I mean? So, you know, you always try stuff. That's, you know, I mean, that's the key to this, you know, things. And, and even, even, <laughs> even with all the, you know, digital stuff that's out, I mean, it's like, you know, one of the biggest problems I have with, with the, the digital thing is, is the fact that, that if you, um, you know, find all these new records that are coming out that maybe should not come out. It's because everybody can make a record. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That probably shouldn't. <laughs> so you, know, you got to weed through all that stuff too. So it's a, it's a big, it's a big mess out there. <laughs> so then what are a couple of those moments where you, where you said like, Holy shit, that worked. Oh, well, Holy shit. Um, When, when Shania, when I was first working with Shania, I brought her up some albums uh, to, to listen to, you know, in between stuff, you know, because she, the way she was singing, she was singing more uh, like over the rainbow kind of vibe, you know, rather than, than harder, you know I mean? Anything like that. So, you know, I, 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 I remember bringing up the, you know, like the Boston album and, and the um, couple of just, just, some of the, some of the standards that were like uh uh you know the fooled around and fell in love kind of thing and and you know that that, that stuff just just you know songs and a lot of her stuff sounded like mickey thompson after that you know what i mean and, and things i mean she would actually you know emulate the you know riffs of it um and you know holy shit it worked <laughs> you know so it, it was it, it's it's like but you can hear it i mean you, you don't you don't hear it because of the songs but if you heard it if you listen for it you hear it you know it's kind of one of those things so that's that's like you know a good example because it was, it's her singing style you know and uh you know I, I i imagine there's if i sat and thought about it for a while but i haven't i haven't thought about the holy shits for <laughs> for ages actually i mean holy shit it was you know a lot on the banshee album when i when i would write something that holy shit they liked <laughs> <laughs> i love the album absolutely I, you know i i, I appreciate it yeah. really proud of it my my favorite tracks i gotta say are blinded me i love the way it just opens so great and then uh midnight train or sorry Midnight Road to Madness, uh, love that. That's a great track. So yeah. I mean, it, it's you know, I mean, I'm sure you're hearing from all sorts of different people, different tracks. I think that's a sign of a really good, good album. Is that you're probably hearing different, different titles all the time that are the people's favorite. Yeah, I actually have. I mean, I've you know, I've done you know several shows, and 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 every one of them is playing a different one, and. You know, we were gonna we were gonna do a you know the video on on uh, you know rock the house and 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 uh, you know I I'm not trying to make that a single. It's just a song that would be a good video. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So if it turns into a single, great. You know, if not, you know, it's just it's just you know it's a it's a cool tune to, to you know do a video to. But that that 
I, you know, I find that amazing because everybody has a, um, you know, a pick and, and the reason for their pick is usually pretty good, you know? <laughs> so it's, it's great that, you know, at least everybody has a pick. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and the thing too, is that when I watch the video for candy, it's just like, like for the next like four hours, it's just like, all I was singing in my head was candy, you know, and the, yeah. and the chorus and stuff like that. And, and I mean, it's just like, you know, I've heard the song like five times and it's just like, it's stuck there now. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, you put some of the hard rock zombies back in. But, you know, and that's the, and the, there's such a trick to that. And you, and you seem to have kind of mastered that, that earworm, that hook business. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, a chorus is, you know, a rhyming chorus is, you know, pop culture, you know, basically. And then, you know, it's like you, you know, you need to have the chords to be able to sing to that make you sound good that that, you know, are hooky enough if you didn't sing that they'd like, you know what I mean? It's like it's those kind of things it, it, you want to, you know, put all that stuff together and you, it, you know, and, and, and you, you know, the most important thing is to not um, not tell yourself it's good if it's not, you know, I mean, just know when it's shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just say, forget it. I'm starting over. You know what I mean? It's it's really important. I mean, so many people don't do that. You know, I mean, they go, oh, I wrote it. I said, well, it must be good. You know, it's like, it's that it just never happens that way. You know, I don't care who it is. <laughs> yeah, not everything you write is going to be good. That's right. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, I, I mean I've written some boners. I mean, it's like, oh, you know, <laughs> and I'm going, you know, let's, let's not even think about that one. And, and, uh, but there was something in it that I liked, you know, there was something, but it was disguised, you know, very well. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, I would just move on. I wouldn't, you know, try to, you know, do it until it didn't work anymore. Did you ever like grab something from those songs that maybe didn't work? And then, and then suddenly you'd figure out a way that it worked or, or did uh, most of the time they no, just kind of stay dead? No, I just, I just kind of always just go on from here. You know, I mean, I never really think about the past much and I, I, I just, uh, I've never been, you know, a past dweller. I just, you know, cause it, you get bogged down with the past too much. You know, you don't have enough Ram in your head, mm -hmm. you know, you, I mean, it's like, you know, you get, you start thinking about too much of the old stuff and you can't think about the new stuff. Yeah. So I just kind of stick with, you know, the new stuff and whatever, I'm, you know, what I'm doing, working on. <laughs> Well, Paul, now, with all the good titles, with all the good titles you have on the album and Banshee, I think is the second track, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. um, why did you pick that as the album title? Oh, well, Banshee was was uh, just a, you know, I didn't even know it was a TV series yet. You know what I mean? Until somebody told me it was a TV series. Oh, did you copy the TV series? I said, <laughs> oh, TV series. All right, great. <laughs> you know, I have to check it out. No, I just, I like the name, you know, because I, I don't know. I think I was watching a Christopher Lee film or something like that. And there was like, you know, a, you know, a, 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 there was a Banshee in it. Or, or and, and I didn't even know what a Banshee was until I looked it up. And <laughs> it, it was kind of a, it was, it was kind of cool. It was, it was kind of like a, a, you know, a warning detector of death. Or, you know, so it was like, you know, a pre, you know, you know, but then I, after that, I have happened to say, okay, well, I wonder what a Banshee sounds like. So I went and Googled it, you know, to, to try to listen to some Banshee sounds. And it went from, you know, to, you know, <laughs> just right, you know, it was just ridiculous. I so obviously no one knows what Banshee sounds like, 
And so it, it wasn't like I could use Banshee sounds, you know, in there to, to, to emulate anything. And, uh, uh, but I just thought it was a great title. And I had written this chorus that, um, you know, the Banshee core, the chorus, I hadn't written the song yet. And I just kind of had this idea for the course. So when we started the artwork, um, my friend who Kai, who is just a great artist in Germany, um, he he says, oh, let me let me hear some of the titles, you know. So I wrote about half of them down. And Banshee was one of the titles. He says, I love Banshee, right? So all of a sudden, I get this artwork back that's like cool as shit, and 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 I'm going, it, it looks great. I gotta finish the song. <laughs> yeah. So, so then you know, then I said, Barry, we gotta we gotta finish the song. You know, like and and <laughs> so we're finishing the song up after we after we get the artwork. But that's, I mean, that's how it came about. Was actually because Kai, the art guy, um, Kai Brox, who who works a lot for Frontiers, anyway, um, just got this, you know, vision, and that's how the name came about you know, so. <laughs> well it's really cool i mean it's a it's a perfect album everything about it is really cool i mean no, i appreciate uh, it yeah. i really thank you a lot it means and, a lot uh, it's been a an honor and a thrill to talk to you you know uh for us obviously huh. we love christopher lee too so, it's, uh, it's, oh yeah <laughs> i mean you know, <laughs> you know christopher lee and peter cushing i mean who could not Oh, um, absolutely. What a pairing. I mean, those Hammer yeah. movies, oh, they're so good. Yeah, yeah. Just quite, quite a loss for them. Yeah, for sure. But, Paul, we do appreciate it. I know we've we've uh, we've just going past our time with you here. I know we could probably oh, we? talk uh, for like six hours. <laughs> but, oh, well, it, was, it was fun. And I, I appreciate we had a good time. Uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So... Anyway, I hope, you know, if you think of any moose jokes, you know, send them my way. (laughs) (laughs) But we want you to tell everybody how they can keep up with you and where they can find Banshee before you go. Okay, well, best way is to go to Frontiers. That's, you know, Frontiers.it. It's pretty much everywhere there. Uh, If you just look up my website, paulsabu.com, it's pretty much everywhere there if you go to any facebook or you know i'm i'm pretty visible so there's usually a banshee picture picture up somewhere you know so as soon as you see the banshee picture click on it and then it'll take you somewhere that you'll be able to get it or hear it or something like that awesome well the show title will probably be possible an acceptable amount of And it's been awesome. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much, Paul. We wish hey, you nothing. My pleasure, time. guys. If you ever want to do it again, let's do it again. Yes, we absolutely do want to do it again. Well, let's you know, let's let's do it again sometime. Okay. Let's, let's have part two. Yeah. Good, good. Part two is part two is even better. You know, so yeah, write me anytime. You know, call me. You know, come on down if you want a burrito, and and you know, let me know. Okay. Uh, you don't understand how many burritos I could eat. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I, I they don't realize where you know where I live. I mean, I, I live where you know the Baja One Thousand, Baja Five Hundred, Baja Two Fifty. I'm like right in the middle of it. You know what wow. I mean? So I mean, and and that race is like the most famous race in the world because so many people die. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's 
but I, you know, I, I raced for a while. And, and the thing is, is I, I, I took a lap and I wouldn't even do it. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> it is, it's, it's a, it's on sand for one thing, you know, so you gotta have these, you know, like sand mobiles that, that they've got. And it's, you couldn't take a lap without peeing blood. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's just, it's beyond bouncy. You know what oh. I mean? It's just, it's just, you know, it's like, it's like taking you put, putting yourself in a, you know, blender or something like an, and hitting, you know, all, you know, keep hitting the button. <laughs> this oh. is, you're, you're, just, you're mangled by the time you're, you know, 10 minutes into the race. So how they, how they finish, I don't know. You know, I, I don't think they're quite the same after. <laughs> yeah. I personally, I'm the master of the hundred meter sit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah just, you keep keep up with that one. That's a yeah, that sounds that's better than peeing blood, by, anyways. Up by alley. <laughs> yeah, well, hundred meter sit. Yeah, I, I'm I'm I didn't know that I was in the middle of it actually when I got here. <laughs> I just found out when it started. <laughs> oh, jeez. The people, you know, the people came like, you know, it, was, it looked like, you know, the exodus, you know, let my people go. You know, I mean, it was just like millions of people crossing the border to see this race. And you don't really see much, you know what I mean? It's mostly just dust, yeah, you know, yeah. so, you're just, you know, it's like I'm going, well, it's a great dust show, I guess. You know? <laughs> oh, but, wow. you know, so, I mean, but it's a popular place. I mean, it's, it's just it's just an odd popularity i guess you know i mean i don't think you actually get to see the people die it's not like they crash mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. they just they just die from you know like internal injuries. yeah internal injuries yeah oh, it's wow. it's uh, a crazy place crazy. so but yeah but yeah there are i mean i know it's probably just come on down and and uh i'll show you all the uh crazier places <laughs> That sounds good. That sounds real good. But yes, you, yeah. you stick to music. You're gonna be and sorry not. when we actually take you up on it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious. I mean, I got, uh, we had, we had a hurricane here and it like put about a 40 foot trench, you know, up, up 20 feet from the house. So, you know, I mean, we haven't had the garage open for forever. They just, you know, put it back together after three months. And, uh, and Enzo, the, you know, the, 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 you know, video guy, wanted to come down here forever i said hey you don't want to come down here yet you know what i mean it's like i, I you know it's like this you know it looks like the grand canyon behind me and so they you know somehow they fixed it i don't, I don't know how wow. i'm why not you, sure i gotta why or how did you choose that as the place to live to just love the it's just too beautiful to to resist or no it was it was my ex road manager had a huge restaurant down here and he, he had moved down here like, you know, years ago to, you know, just he, he and he just said how much he loved it and loved it and loved it. And, and you know, and, and we found this place that was like, right, you know, right on the beach. And, and, and it is, it's just like the most beautiful view you've ever seen. Wow. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, I, the only reason I like it now is because, you know, the United States has gotten so yucked. I mean, to me, I mean, it's like, it's just, it's just, you know, it's not the United States anymore, but mm -hmm, uh, yeah. you know, it's not, United idiots, but you know, it's, it's just, a, <laughs> you know, it's just a pile of, you know, crap. And, and, you know, we got, you know, stupid, stupid people everywhere in you know, there and the prices are ridiculous and the prices are high down here. So, I mean, it's not, I don't want to, you know, make it like you know, it's cheap and it's not, but it's just, you know, since we moved, you know, three years ago, um 
the prices have like gone, you know, to you know eight nine times higher than they they should be, you know, and it's just it's it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. So okay. I, it's it, it's it's nice down here not to not to hear all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You no. Know? I can well imagine. Yeah, I mean, you get you get too hung up in that stuff, and you start going, "Well, I what's the point of doing a song?" You know, what I mean, it's like yeah. it's just, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I quit. You know, I haven't had TV for years, but you know, I got a huge movie room. But I mean, you know, it's like I, 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 I got five thousand watts in there actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know, got it. Got to watch and, your Christopher Lee somehow, right? <laughs> yeah, oh, it's just great. You know, I got subwoofers up your ass. You know, I was like, I, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But, but but the thing it is 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 uh, you know when when I was you know starting to read things, um, and you know and every time my phone would update or anything like that, all of a sudden these headlines would come up, and I actually started reading stuff. And I go, you know, I, I don't want to read this stuff. I don't even want to know. You know, I mean, I was much happier not knowing. Mm-hmm. So, it's so true. I I used to check CNN daily, and over the last couple months here, I've I've just I haven't checked it, and it's like I feel so much more relaxed. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. About the mean, world yeah, in yeah, general. You know, it's like you know the you know the wars and stuff that are going on. I mean, there's war. I mean, I don't even know you know what day there's the you know who's at war with who. You know what I mean? It's like I mean, you, and you're always going, which war are we fighting today? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Those, you know, they're, they're just not questions that are meant to be, you know, that have anything should be in a sentence with anything musical. <laughs> yes. No, yes. That's for sure. You know, that's so sure. it's just it. Well, yeah. guys, it was a pleasure, man. Absolutely. And great. You Thank bet. You, I'm going to, I'm going to hit you up uh, because we'll bring you on again. We'll have a, we'll have a second, uh, second time. Oh, great, and, man. Uh, I love, I, I'd, love I'd love to. Anytime. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Paul. You're a wonderful guest, and we look forward to talking to you again. Okay, thanks, buddy. Sounds good. Don't don't get sick anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I learned my lesson. (laughs) Okay, see you guys. All right, see you later. Bye. Bye now. Bye.